here's a message from Ken Lavica. Is Shohei Otani the most unique athlete ever? I think we can start asking the question. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I just, I want to be up front. For those of you who know and maybe don't know, I am, though it's tough to admit, a Chicago White Sox fan, and so I present to you what we're going to open with with great hesitation because Shohei Otani, every time he faces the White Sox, he does something spectacular against my will, like hitting towering dongs over and over and over again and causing White Sox to whiff and then hitting more dongs And that happened again last night. So, Stone, we might as well get it out of the way. Fox Sports LA, Shohei Otani against the White Sox last night while pitching in a game he was starting on the mound, hitting dongs against the White Sox. Let's just get to number 28, because later in the game, he, he, he hit number 28. And then I want to go back and listen to number 27, because number 27, the sound of the bat is unnatural, unlike anything I've really ever heard off of a, a, a baseball bat of any other player, functioning human being in the history of Major League Baseball. Stone, can we hear number 28 from Shohei Otani? Okay. Can we hear that? I just want Jeanette to really appreciate this. Can we hear Shohei Otani's first home run last night, number 27 on the season? Listen to the sound of the bat. Because this was a, Stone, you would describe it as a majestic dong, right? <laughs> um, exactly. It was a big arcing dong last night. That's right. This, this is what it sounded like when Shohei Otani hit his first home run of the night last night. Like that sounds like the crack of a whip. Like he's hitting that so hard and so violently that it doesn't even sound like the normal sound of a ball hitting a wooden bat. It sounds like the crack of a whip. He is absolutely insane. And the Angels beat the White Sox four to two last night. And Shohei Otani. It wasn't just Jeanette that he hit two home runs. It's that he also in the same game struck out ten White Sox. For sure. Um, this sounded great. I love big dongs, so that's great. And <laughs> uh-huh. Curvy, may, have you big ever, arcing dongs. Have you ever considered that maybe the White Sox just need to do better? Well, yeah, d- trust maybe me. Maybe they that's, could just be better. <laughs> that has crossed my mind an awful lot. So, You're right. Um, but it does make them ripe for the picking when it comes to transcendent superstars like Shohei Otani uh, absolutely destroying them. Shohei Otani, this season, by the way, if you're scoring at home, that's six home runs against the White Sox. This season, six home runs against the White Sox. This is the second series the Angels and White Sox have played this year. 
Good times. Anything else you want to add to that? Um, feel, just get it out of your chest right now. He looks a little, pe- he's super petty about it. Shohai Otani, by the way, in three career games pitching against the White Sox, 16 and two thirds innings, a 1.08 ERA. Yep. So they just don't hit him. Nobody hits him. So get this with Shohai Otani, okay? And, and, and this is the point, because you're going to hear a lot about him today, and he is the, the topic du jour. Uh, because Damian Lillard is still attracted to his toxic relationship out in Portland, and uh, the NFL were just sort of, oh, who's hard knocks going to be? You know, like, there's just nothing overly juicy. So, Shohai Otani, he has is, he is, uh, descended from the heavens with a beam of light encompassing him as the topic du jour. In sports talk radio this time of year, you wake up, you pray to your sports god, please God, Deliver me. Deliver me a topic to save me from the doldrums of where else we might have to discuss sports today. And there was Shohai Otani with wings and a halo and everything. He's an angel. Nice. Uh, descending well from said. the heavens. Uh, and, and, and here he was for us. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about him today. Now, what you're typically going to hear is, oh, what does this mean for the Angels' playoff chances? I don't give a damn about that. I don't care. And I don't know. What does it mean about the Angels and the AL West? I don't know. I don't care. But when Shohai Otani does Shohai Otani things, it does make me wonder, have I ever in my life watched a player and felt as if this player is even in the same neighborhood with as unique and as fascinating as Shohei Otani is. Like, in an, in an era of sports where everything is so specialized, like, Jeanette, you're you're not a starter and then sometimes a reliever. You're a starter mm-hmm. or a reliever or a closer. Uh, you are very segmented. In youth sports, don't at the high school level, that's your last bastion of being able to dabble in multiple sports. Uh, and, and some parents say, hey, kid, you're destined to be a pitcher, so quit football, quit basketball, we're going to give you a personal pitching trainer, and this is your destiny. Or you're a quarterback. This is your destiny. Uh, that happens a lot. There's no more crossing over in sports even with, with youth sports. Like we're in an era of you choose your path, you do it early, and you hope you maximize your money if you're good enough. I mean, there are a select few, right? A like, select few, but not nearly as many as the 70s, the at 80s. At all, but like the Kyler Murrays, the Jameis Winstons of the world think who about went it, to Florida State and we, they kind of dabbled in both. But we give them so much attention because it's so fleeting. Yeah. Like, and especially down here, Jeanette, at the high school sports level, and Stones lived it. it, there are a lot of parents where if they see that their kid can throw a football 55 yards... Uh, they'll say, hey, dude, let's just focus on this. I don't want you hurting your arm pitching. Mm-hmm. I don't want you risking something playing basketball. You're going to play football in the fall. You're going to do camps in the spring. We're going to do seven-on-sevens in the summer. We're going to get you a personal quarterback coach, and this is your destiny. Like, Stone, you've seen it. It's quite literally how it went, and I think when I've gone to other states and talked to other athletes or teammates of mine, the fact that I only played football was weird to them, but I said, hey, I don't think you understand football in the South or football in the state yeah. of Florida. Like, when it comes to doing one thing, like, that's what you're going to do. Like, it's 24-7 around here, and that's slowly but surely what it's becoming nowadays everywhere. Yeah. So, so in, in a, an era where you got to pick your path and pick your path early, Shohei Otani pitches, and he hits, and he's the best at both of them in the most prolific league in his sport on the planet. I, I can't, I can't fully 
begin to quantify in comparison to anybody else someone who is as absolutely undeniably unique, fascinating, dominant as Shohei Otani. Like, I just don't think that person exists. Negative. I, at Maybe all. Maybe LeBron James? See, and that's where, yes. So LeBron comes to mind. So this is the challenge today. On a day where Shohei Otani made history, well, last night making history, but he's the first American League pitcher in 60 years to strike out 10 and hit two homers in a game in the same game. Against your White Sox. Against the White Sox, thank you. But this is also a Shohei Otani. Forget last night. This season, he leads all of Major League Baseball in OPS, 1.040. Leads Major League Baseball in slugging percentage, 654. Leads Major League Baseball in home runs with 28. Leads Major League Baseball in RBI, 64. And then on the mound, leads Major League Baseball in opponent batting average, at 180. That is disgusting. And you're a huge World Baseball Classic fan, Jeanette, more than anybody I know. Mm-hmm. And you saw him in the World Baseball Classic even before he's putting up big-time, big-boy numbers like this, historic numbers like this. He dominated there, too. I, that's when I really noticed him. Um, I was like, okay, this guy's a legit, legit superstar. And I think one of my favorite baseball moments of all time, recent memory, is was him versus Mike Trout to close out the WBC for the champion. Yeah. Um, no, Shohei Otani went lights out during the whole competition. It was awesome. So this is the discussion. It's not who is Shohei Otani's equal. It's who in your sports mind could you even put in the same galaxy as Shohei Otani when it comes to being a unique fascinating athlete. Uh, Stone and I were having this conversation yesterday, and by the way, congratulations to Stone for for waking up today and getting to work. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Speech, speech. No, no, calm down. What time did you wake up? (sighs) Same time I do every morning at 7. Except yesterday. Except yesterday where you woke up at 11.45 for a noon show living in Stewart. 11.41. Oh, okay. Just did. My apologies. Those extra four minutes made right, a huge right. difference. Man. They did. Yeah, uh-huh. he showed up at uh, twelve forty-eight as opposed to the twelve fifty-two. If it was eleven forty-five, it was still before one o'clock. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, so big, big boy behavior here from Stone Lebanowitz. Oh, yeah. um, but I want to ask because Stone and I were talking about this yesterday. What's so fun about covering high school sports? And Jeanette, you've seen it. You've covered a lot of high school sports down here. You can tell. Within seconds, when you go to a high school football game, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, who the Division I prospect is and who the kid who goes to camp in the summers of the JCC is, right? Like, it, they're, they're just a different caliber of athlete. They look different. Like, I was calling. I called a lot of Dwyer football games when Jack Daniels was the coach and Matt Elam is on that team, and Nick O'Leary is on that team, and Jacoby Brissett is on that team, and Johnny Dixon is on that team. I I called a lot of Dwyer football games, and they're poor opponents. Like, these dudes all look the part. They looked like Florida. They looked like Florida State. They looked like SEC. They looked like ACC. And then you'd have poor, at that time, Palm Beach Lakes come come into Dwyer, and it was bad. I always say like oh this is a football program it's babysitting like the mom was just like yeah. you know what i need extra hours in the day i'm gonna drop off my drop off my kid 
he's going to do something, and then yeah. I'll pick him up. Yeah. Babysit. Uh, it, it just, they, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, and that right now is sort of where Shohei Otani is compared to anybody else in sports simply from his skill set. Because he not only he not only hits for average, but he also hits violently. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, oh, man, that's a sweet stroke. Oh, God, that was a 460-foot home run. Like, he's violent. <laughs> and then on the mound, he's got an upper 90s fastball. He's got a lower 90s breaking ball changeup. Nobody can figure him out. Like, who is this guy? There's nobody like him. And especially now, and you mentioned LeBron, Jeanette, LeBron getting up there in age, and he'll pull out the 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 epic 35-point performance or like he did in Game 4 against the Nuggets where he goes for 30 in the first half. But that's not sustainable any longer for him through four quarters. Like, he defied belief. But it's been a couple of years since he's done that because he's just, he's old now. He's getting old now. I don't want to be like Dylan Brooks, like, chill out, LeBron. But he can't sustain that stuff for four quarters, so that leaves a vacuum. Shohei Otani, like, he is the most unique, fascinating athlete, period. Uh, like, do I period. bring the Tom Brady drop now? Do you want me to wait a couple more well, minutes Well, you can later? mention him. Go ahead and make your case. The greatest quarterback of all time. Right. But was there anything... So he was 45. Was there anything unique or fascinating about Tom Brady's game? Or was Tom Brady the greatest of all time because he was just the most damn consistent football player we've ever seen? The way he would win. Like the historic Atlanta Falcons game. How do you do that? I, I, think, I would argue Aaron Rodgers more fascinating, more unique than Tom Brady. For sure. I think you already touched on the consistency more from annoying. Brady. But so when, are we going both well, positive too. and negative? Sure. When, yeah, absolutely we are. When you look I at it, that's why I Dennis Rodman is going to get brought into this mix. Like a, guy, a lot of the annoying, uh, these guys, these, these freak show guys are. But when you talk about Tom Brady, I think the story as a whole is pretty general. Like all the math adds up. Nothing sticks out to people or stands off on the page. Like what Tom Brady's done was now step by step we've seen it before but not to this degree so i don't think he's on this list i don't think he contends with the shohei otani well given i guess the edit that we just made in this and both the positive and the negative Mm -hmm. tom brady's not unique or definitely more fascinating than tom brady i'd only say the most fascinating personality wise type about tom brady is when he was the quarterback of the tampa bay buccaneers and we saw him drunk off of avocado yeah yeah like here's the thing about tom brady his greatness came from his simplicity like, he didn't look like an Adonis. He wasn't the most talented thrower or have the biggest arm, but it was the consistency. And that's tough to, like, tangibly fair. Fair quantify, fair. but his consistency and his preparation and, and stuff that happens behind the scenes, like the preparation, the legendary way in which he would meticulously prepare for every game and uh, reach the highest of highs because of that. That's what's striking to me in terms of unique and fascinating. But on the field, when you watched him, it wasn't like you would say, oh, man, he is, uh, he's so much more interesting and unique to watch than Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. Aaron Rodgers, just he had that flair, and he's got the ability to get out of the pocket and throw across his body, stuff that Brady couldn't do. But again, Brady's so consistent, that's where he usurped throughout his career, Aaron Rodgers. Well, Brady would th- break technology on the sidelines. True. That was fun. Very good tablet, unique, fascinating tablet killer. Yeah, it was great. You bring up a good point that I, I've honestly never heard this discussion. At any point in Tom Brady's career, did he have the strongest arm? No. At any point in Tom Brady's career, was he the most accurate And this passer? isn't me trying to rip him. He would of say the not. same thing. Right. And I do think you can make a case he was one of the most accurate quarterbacks for a decent amount of time throughout sure. his Patri- Patriots run. 
Yeah, uh, he was most definitely. That's why the question is brought up. But but he's not doing it like pinpoint between three defenders, right? Like he's doing it because his timing was impeccable. Yeah, uh, and he knew where everybody was and was supposed to be at all times. That was Tom Brady's greatness. Yeah, there were parts of his game where I guess like from an anticipation standpoint, <laughs> like yeah, there was nobody but Tom nobody Brady. Nobody set his receivers. Uh, up in a position to succeed more than Tom Brady in the history of the sport. Sure, and you talk about preparation. Like, there's a long list of guys. Like, you're, you're cutting Peyton Manning short. Like, there are sure. guys who came before Tom Brady who, who set the standard for Tom Brady to prepare the way he even prepared. So, again, I don't think he's in a class of his own in that standpoint. Until Tom Brady, though, repeatedly bludgeoned Peyton Manning. <laughs> like, over and over Tom again. Brady perfected it. Right. Uh, if if He's Peyton Manning, standard. yeah, if he set the table, then Tom Brady uh, sat at the table. And then did that thing where you pull the tablecloth off, and then nothing moves, and he flexed on. Well, that was right. when it was time <laughs> yeah. to eat. But when it was time to prepare the meal, there was Peyton Manning and stuff. But you're talking Chef about him lunching him. And, right. then, and then Tom Brady's out here studying the presentation, making the yeah. food he look just good, ate putting the, food. the garnish on top. Right. Making sure you got the right forks to eat it properly. That's what Tom Brady is. Thanks, Peyton Manning, but I got it from here. You were talking <laughs> about uniqueness and everything, really. Just TV 12, the diet alone is yeah. just far from now, unique. It is funny. I was going to make a joke about how when, when Peyton Manning cooks, there's no way it has any seasoning. <laughs> but Tom Brady, there's no way when he cooks, wrong. there's any seasoning. Wrong, he's not allowed wrong, to have it. He's not allowed. Right. He's eating leaves. Wrong. Because <laughs> I did the TV 12 diet when on 2020 when they went the distance to the Super Bowl. And I had a great time. The food was actually really good. I think I owe you guys that lasagna. The TB12 we'll lasagna. No, I'm going to bring some in. And you're going to have no idea what happened. Is that one be of like, those terrible eggplant lasagnas? I don't like yeah, eggplant, yeah. so no. Um, so I'm going to be like, dang, this is good, G. Where'd this come from? I'm gonna be like, <laughs> dang, G. This lasagna is fire. <laughs> I'm like, Props to my boy, Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, this was my his God. Recipe. Um, but, but because Shohai Otani is such a, such a freak, as Tony Romo would put it, an alien. <laughs> because he is such a freak of nature. Like, there's nobody right now that is his equal. Like, nobody that's his equal. There is no one that's his equal at all. Like, you can't tell me one person. So we're having today to have a discussion. However you define unique or fascinating. Unique or fascinating. Someone who they're probably, they're, you know, pretty obviously really good but they do it in such a different way Shohei Otani is so good and he does it in such a different way because he'll kill you at the plate and he'll kill you on the mound and he does it in this graceful yet violent way I don't recall in my life and I don't think there's anyone in, in, in our lives in baseball who even comes close to just how fascinating this dude is like there's just not anybody so I'm curious I want to ask Who's an athlete in your sports watching life that struck you in the neighborhood as unique or fascinating as Shohei Otani? Keep it in mind, there's not going to be an equal. I understand that. But who's an athlete in your lifetime that has struck you as unique or as fascinating as Shohei Otani? And if we're going to go someone in the last couple of years, like modern, I got to go back to Lamar. Like, Lamar is truly amongst quarterbacks in the most popular sport in the United States of America, one of one. There is nobody like him who can kill you equally with his feet and with his arm. 
And I understand that there's still some of you dopes who want to hold out and tell me, oh, he doesn't have an arm. He can't throw. He doesn't have an arm. He's injury prone. He only runs. No, you, you just don't watch the sport. Stop it. You don't know ball. You don't know ball. Okay? Um, Lamar Jackson is, to me, one of the most unique, fascinating athletes going today. Uh, at least in the, the same zip code as Shohei Otani because of just how different he is. And like Otani, he can kill you in different ways. There's nothing one-dimensional. As many people want to try and shove it down your throat, there's nothing one-dimensional about him because he is, the numbers show, an accurate passer, a capable passer, a passer who can beat you over the top, a passer who can throw to the sideline, but also a guy who can track meet the hell out of you and beat you. He's won an MVP. Lamar Jackson is my athlete that is at least in the zip code of Shohei Otani when it comes to unique or fascinating. And I know everybody's going to have a different definition of unique and fascinating, but who is an athlete that is in the same zip code of Shohei Otani when we're talking unique and fascinating? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And it doesn't have to, Jeanette, be modern day. This can be back when you were a kid. This can be 10 years ago. This can be at the college level. This can be at the pro level. But who's someone, and I really think it comes down to you saw them and you were like, whoa, I want to come back for more. Like, I haven't seen anything like that before. Like, I would almost argue Lamar Jackson at Louisville was more that to me than Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. I think that's like, fair. Lamar Jackson at Louisville was just a highlight reel every time he touched the football. He was awesome. He was just awesome. So, for you, Jeanette, like someone that, 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 you saw him and you're like, God, I don't know if I've ever really seen anything like that before. Give me more of that. Who would qualify for you? Um, so I have three names down here. Okay. Are we putting skateboarding as a sport? Sure. Why Tony the hell Hawk. not? Let's get weird. I love Tony Hawk. Watching Tony Hawk. Got a whole ass the- video game named after him. Yeah. It's just like, and I feel like nobody else has done it like him too. He just made skateboarding super cool and on the map. Um, Lance Armstrong, before he got really hey, weird. Hey. That's actually a pretty good one. Um, That's a really good one. We had never seen anything like that before. He got people to care about cycling. Not only that, but he, the rubber, the like rubber bracelets. Ring. He was transcendent in terms of those trying to survive cancer. I was obsessed with it. And I mean, the- miserable human being, but he did, we've talked about this, he did contribute to society. No, I am a huge Lance Armstrong fan. Uh, despite everything. Um, and, and in terms of basketball, Allen Iverson. I think he brought so much coolness to the sport of basketball. I love that because you're not only going... One, he had arguably the best handle in the history of of the sport. Mm-hmm. But he also, for depending on who you're talking to, for better or worse, was at that point the realest That's basketball what, player of all time. And, I mean... Him and Charles Barkley were always, like, they were my my favorite basketball players to watch growing up. Yeah. Because of who they were. Charles Barkley off the court was way more interesting for me, especially when he came with the Mm. I'm not a role model campaign. Love that. But Allen Iverson, in in terms of, like, style, bringing coolness to the court, like, making culture more relevant onto the game of basketball, I think nobody did it better than Allen Iverson. I mean, Allen Iverson is truly the first player who made no attempt to hide his his hood upbringing once he made it to the pros, right? He brought Virginia to Georgetown and then to 
Philadelphia, right? Uh, that He is, I mean, from that standpoint, and unabashed, this is who I am. Deal Take it. it or leave it. I'm AI, and he had success with it through all the turmoil. I think that's a really good one and someone that didn't even come up in my mind. I mean, Jeanette, that's killer stuff right there. Thank you. I thought you were going to say Shaq because I also had the same reaction growing up as a young kid. Shaq coming into the league, we've never seen a, like, forget Barkley. Like, forget Barkley, who they called him the the, the round mound rebound. Uh, if he was the round mound, Shaq was the the unstoppable mountain of destruction, like ripping down rims, just a gigantic human being. We never seen anyone like him. He almost was like he wasn't human. For sure. And now we're used to these freaks in nature, like guys the size of Shaq. Like, we're going to start seeing guys the size of Shaq being defensive ends. At Georgia, right? Like we're we're like one generation away from that happening. But at the time, like Shaq, too ridiculous to be believed. He has a great DJ career right now. DJ Diesel? No, Shaq Diesel. I think it's DJ Diesel, right? I don't know. I think it's DJ Diesel. Diesel. Shaq Diesel. Well, that's his nickname. Great, great actor as well. I watched Grown Ups two last night. Yeah, Shazam. Great job. Remember Shazam? Did a great job. I mean, yeah, the commercial. No, there was an actual movie. Wasn't it Shazam where he was the genie? Yeah. One of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I mean, truly one it of the worst movies It was on Nickelodeon. I don't know if you were alive then, so like Nickelodeon orange VHS uh, tape. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, who is an athlete? And again, I'm, key, I, I'm, I'm qualifying this because I'm not trying to say that there's an equal to show high Otani. Because in this sport, in baseball, we haven't seen anyone like this since like a Babe Ruth or a Walter Johnson back in the 40s. Like this is so different. Especially considering baseball has become a sport where you are streamlined. You're a third baseman. You're a left fielder. Like, it's a big deal when someone switches from short to second, right? Like, uh, you're a reliever, or you're a long reliever, or you're a middle reliever, or you're a closer. You can no longer just be in the bullpen. You've got to be a specified type of member of the bullpen. Shohai Otani is hitting big arkandongs, and then he's striking you out with big sweeping changeups. Like, it's crazy. Who is an athlete that struck you in your sports-washing life as unique or fascinating, at least at the same galaxy as a show high Otani? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Let's start in the phones with our man in Wellington, Chuck. I'm Ken Levickalop. What's up, Chuck? Hey, Ken. I was going to say LeBron, but I used up my Ohio picks with Steve Harvey yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, um, let's go back a couple of decades and say Tiger Woods. Yep, that's a great one. And it, what's crazy about Tiger is that it's not. We just spent some time talking about AI and like personality-driven stuff. Tiger Woods, you know this, Chuck. He has the personality of a of a boulder, right? But what he did yeah. and what he meant to the sport, but also the sheer dominance, we're never going to see anybody. I can firmly say this, I think. We're never going to see anybody go on the type of run that Tiger did in terms of consecutive weeks number one, tournaments won in a given year, uh, maybe tournaments won in the course of a career. Like, he's just one of one for all time. True, but also we have to look at the current crop of the top PGA Tour players and I hate this word, but I'm going to use it anyway. The fact that he had introduced physicality into the sport. Yeah, so much so that it might have torpedoed his career. And appreciate the call. I mean, this is a dude who was training 
with Marines. At the prime of his career, a golfer doesn't have to do this. Training with Marines in his prime, which in all likelihood started his spiral of injuries to what we know him to be now, which is maybe he can play a tournament or two a year. But also, I think that kind of contributed to his career. Like it did. That level of discipline and physicality. Right, right. It did until it didn't, though. Weren't they Navy sure. SEALs? They, you're right. They were Navy SEALs. Oof. They were Navy yeah, SEALs. Yeah, you're right. That's different. You're right. Respect to both, well, but Navy yeah, SEALs right. are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, they get the nod. I yeah, do 100%. Think, though, if, somebody, if somebody is a Navy SEAL and they hear me referring to them simply as a Marine. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, you're going to get gonna be beat like, up uh, in the streets. I, I gotcha, I gotcha. It makes there's, it look bad. There's only so much Marine pride that a Navy SEAL <laughs> is going to allow you to give credit I'm for. Just, I'm just protecting Stone and I. Hey, yo, Navy <laughs> SEALs, Ken said that, not us, okay? Right. Come at Ken, not us. <laughs> Cade is in Jupiter on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Cade. Hey, Ken. So Chuck actually already took my Tiger Woods pick, so I guess I'm going to call late to throw that name out there. Okay, all good, all good. Uh, do anyone else come to mind? Yeah, when you guys were talking about the football issue, I couldn't believe that Jeanette throws out the Tom Brady issue when we literally have Patrick Mahomes in the NFL right now, who, in my opinion, is the Aaron Rodgers who actually wins. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what Damn, a great description. That is actually, I've never heard that description of Pat Mahomes. And, Cade, if I can have your permission, I'm going to take it. I'll give you credit for it, but that's perfect. That is perfect. The but Aaron that's Rodgers, all I got. Uh, no, good stuff, Cade. Appreciate you. Also, Cade, every time I can drop tape, Tom Brady, I will. Right, so that's back the thing. off and get used to it. Thank She's you. just programmed yeah, the to more, go Tom Brady. After all the hate that you guys spewed on Tom Brady the more, Monday too, the more you shut up. The more both you, of you drop and miss, though, like the fewer chances you'll have because he does not at all qualified for what we're talking about here. So you have few, yeah, you have few chances. If we left. were if we were asking who's the most consistent athlete <laughs> in your sports watching life. Tom Brady, we can have a legitimate Tom discussion about Tom Brady is fascinating it. as heck. I mean, I'm telling you what, people are lined up for that conversation. Oh, my God. I, can't, I, I tell you what. Tomorrow, folks. Tomorrow, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> strap it down. Uh, get your nether regions ready. Tomorrow on Ken LeVick Alive, we're talking consistency. No, no worries. I'm going to call Evan Cohen. Uh, oh you know, God. ESPN West Palm, great. It's going to be Evan Cohen and I talking about the best consistent the most, yeah. athlete of all time. Okay? Welcome. Welcome. It's noon here on ESPN 106.3, and uh, we're going to talk film study today on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, where else are we going here? Uh, Brent is in West Palm. Brent's on Ken Levick Alive. Brent, give me someone, your, your sports watching life where you were just like, this dude is so unique, so fascinating. It's just different. I keep coming back for more of this guy. Um, I was a bit young at the time, but it's Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. He's changed everything. Yep. The mouth, the showmanship, the political side of him right. stepping down, not going to Vietnam, everything. Yep. Ch- game changer as far as the showmanship. And the thing is, it was all those things, and he happened to be the best fighter in the world, too. It, it, it wasn't just, there was no debate. Uh, it, hey, Muhammad Ali is the number one. He's the guy. Uh, the one that has to be knocked off is, is, is Foreman going to do it? Uh, who's going to be able to come and, and dethrone this guy? Muhammad Ali is a great one, an absolute great one. Shohai Otani is one of one. He is the most unique, most fascinating thing going in sports. He just is. He hits 450-foot home runs. He hit two last night, struck out 10. Who the hell else is doing that? The equivalent of that in sports. He's so unique, so fascinating. Now, this is dependent upon, as Jeanette and Stone and I were talking about, this is dependent upon your definition of unique and fascinating. I I, I was talking yesterday to Stone about 
Like the last true high school football game I covered where I saw a D1 athlete where you're like, oh my God, that dude is so much different than everybody else. You can tell who's got the uh, the Division One scholarship. You can tell. It was when Akeem Dent was a senior at Palm Beach Central and he had committed to Willie Taggart in Florida State. I mean, Akeem Dent just, not the biggest guy out there at all, but the longest strides, the fastest. He was laying people out and running like a 4440. He's just different. Consistent? And cons- just like Brady. Mm-hmm. Jesus God. God. Um, who is an athlete that in your sports watching life struck you in the same galaxy as unique or fascinating as Shohei Otani? I-, I say Lamar Jackson. For me, the way he plays the quarterback position, he to me is in this discussion. Jeanette's of Allen Iverson, like, I love that. Like I truly, truly, truly love that. And credit to Cade. For labeling Patrick Mahomes the Aaron Rodgers who actually wins. Brav damn oh. <laughs> Who's the athlete that strikes you is at least in the same neighborhood as unique or fascinating as show high Otani is? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Unique fascinating the folks at baptist health orthopedic care because they are going to take care of you they do it in the most professional way humanly possible and they just get results sometimes great patient care is is unfortunately unique it's fascinating because you don't get it you don't get it but you get it at baptist health orthopedic care if you're experiencing foot and ankle pain need to see an expert in the field that's baptist health orthopedic care they have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today baptist health orthopedic care combines its resources of experienced physicians leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices convenient located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Full Wednesday crew, the Dominic Queen, Jeanette Javier, Stone Lebanowitz decided to wake up today. Kudos to him. We'll take your calls, read your tweets when we come back. Talking fascinating, unique athletes just like Shohei Otani, who's unstoppable right now. He's going to win the MVP. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are actually, I mean, we are, we are actually watching, and I, I think we have to appreciate it now. We are watching an all-time great go to work on the baseball diamond. Sarah Lang's a major league baseball just does a remarkable job. She she is the numbers person in major league baseball. Like all the interesting stats, all the numbers, all of the context for just how great something or someone is, that's her. And last night she kept tweeting. She kept tweeting about Shohei Otani. We're witnessing greatness. Don't take this for granted. Don't take this for granted. Don't take this for granted and she's right. Like Shohei Otani is absolutely insane. As I mentioned, and again, 10 strikeouts and two home runs in the 4-2 win over the White Sox last night. He leads Major League Baseball at the plate in OPS, slugging, home runs, RBIs, and then on the mound in opponent batting average. <laughs> how How is he real? How is he real? It's, it's not possible. 
Uh, Shohei Otani, most home runs hit in a calendar month since 1900, who's also struck out 30 or more batters. It's been all Otani <laughs> since 1900. He did it in 2021, did it in 2022, and he's done it twice this year. I, that's mutant stuff. Most pitching strikeouts in a calendar month since 1900, since, uh, while also hitting 10 or more home runs. Shohei Otani just did it. Shohei Otani 2021. Rocky Calavito in 1958. Babe Ruth 1921. He's one of three people in that category, and one of them is Babe Ruth. You know, I, I, I think what's sad about all this is this conversation, as the years go on, is going to turn into who's the greatest athlete. And right, he's going to be trumped by guys like Bo Jackson, by Deion Sanders. But it's it's tough. That's why we've corked this question into most fascinating, unique. Uh-huh, because because you, we can't do the athleticism right, thing. We just I, can't quite do that. But it can still be argued. Yeah. I think you can do the athleticism part in the sport. Because you just compared him to football guys. And I'm like, that's a different, but completely I w- different but, skill set than playing but, both sides in baseball. Get this, and this is another name. Bo Jackson played baseball. Yeah, but he, sorry, and he did Bo too. Jackson sorry. is, well that's done. one that on social well media, I've gotten a ton of. Yeah. Well Bo. done. And I was fortunate enough to be able to, I was old enough for his football and his baseball career. Now, granted, his, his football career got cut short when I was like five, six years old in the, the playoff game and his hip injury and then the replacement. But his baseball career, I mean, I followed, whether it was the Royals or then the White Sox after that. I mean, he was a key part of one of my favorite baseball teams of all time, the 93 Chicago White Sox. Um, Bo Jackson is clearly in this discussion. Clearly in this discussion. But if we're talking athletes, I would say Shohei Otani, uh, I don't think he even holds a candle athleticism-wise to an Ellie De La Cruz. <laughs> right on. Like This is when I was coming up with this topic. Unique, fascinating, athlete, unique, fascinating. Ellie De La Cruz, I got that same feeling over the weekend of, I don't know if I've seen anyone quite like this before, when he in that epic series against the Braves over the weekend is legging out that triple to hit for the cycle. Mm-hmm. He is, he's been in the majors a month, and he's already hit for the cycle. And he goes home to third in like 12 seconds. I, and he's tall. So it's not like he's got these super churny legs when he runs. He's just gliding. I don't think I've ever seen anybody glide on the base paths like Ellie De La Cruz of the Reds. Shout out Dominican Republic. Yeah. Yeah, Another I knew one she was going to be excited. Yeah. I mean, he is a star. I mean, he's, he's from is, the mountainous regions too. So that's pre- shout out to his legs. <laughs> Does that mean anything? Shout, shout out, out oh, to his legs. That's where his legs come from. They strengthen his legs. But he hits for power. He hits for average, and he's the fastest damn guy in the majors. I don't. I don't know. Uh, that, that's why you can't ask the athlete question, though, and you can't ask the transcendent question because as amazing as Shohei Otani is. There are more transcendent athletes. LeBron, more transcendent than Shohei Otani. And part of this is a product of Major League Baseball just not doing a good enough job of marketing its stars. I would argue Aaron Judge is a more transcendent player known by more people than Shohei Otani. I see. It's close now. It's close now. It's getting so close. But With how social media is pumped nowadays, there are random people who are, have Shohei Otani forced in front of their face every now, single Now, he night. is international. And that helps. That absolutely helps. But I would say that, like, Victor Wembenyama, as far as transcendent, he's already in the, just as far as known entity and uh, someone who spans sports fan allegiances, 
He is in the neighborhood of as known as Shohei Otani just based on the sport he plays, I think. Can't deny it. Also, I think Aaron Judge is forced in her faces more than Shohei Otani. Wait, and who is that? I'm sorry. Aaron Judge? Yes, because of the Yankees. Exactly. Shohei Otani is forced in our face because he's good. Now, make no Aaron mistake. Aaron Judge is forced in our face because he's just on the Yankees yeah. who are mid right now. And what I would say is brace yourself, Jeanette, because when Shohei Otani becomes a Yankee, that's when we start having happen? the discussion of Shohei Otani becoming one of the most transcendent athletes to ever walk the face of the earth. I hope it doesn't happen. Well, they're going to auction. They're, they're they going they're, they're yeah. to bid for Mr. That's Shohei. That's so annoying. Now, it might not be the Yankees because the Yankees aren't that money powerhouse anymore. It'll be a Met. It'll be a Met. I hope he goes to the Astros. That'd be great. I mean, the Astros have spent the money. The Astros have certainly spent the money to suggest they'd be in the conversation. You know, it would drive me crazy is if he went to the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, that would absolutely drive you. I just hope this conversation doesn't turn into an MJ LeBron. When it gets to that point in 10 years when we're talking about, is he the greatest athlete to ever do it? If he just shatters every record, if he's just the most well-known athlete in any sport. This is going to turn into a... Well, he's not an athlete. As a, it's just going to turn all sorts of different ways, and I'm not ready for that. I don't want MJ LeBron well, with this guy. Current NFL players. NFL. Let's just stick NFL. Most unique, fascinating. I brought up Lamar Jackson. Unique, fascinating. That guy's different. That guy's amazing. Like, who is it if it's not Lamar in the NFL? Keeping in mind... Brady's retired, Jeanette, so he's out of the equation. You said current. I heard you loud and clear. <laughs> uh, who who is that person? So, is it Josh Allen? Alien. It's not Josh Allen. He's your typical bro. alien bro. He's into golf now. Like it's not the unique fascinating. He's pretty guy you're to look at, about. and that's it. So when you say fascinating, for me, it means personality wise. Okay, so you go to that place. I'm looking for somebody like a T.O. Give me Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Not, I'm, I'm going like current. I'm trying to think of OBJ is somebody like I okay. watched just to see what kind of BS he's going to try and pull now. It used to be Antonio Brown. Thank God he's gone. I had Antonio Brown on my list. Mm-hmm. But when you say fascinating for me, that's what sets that standard. Okay. So you're more personality driven. Like for me, it's more they pop off the screen to me or they pop off the field to me where it's I can't believe he just made that move or I can't believe that just happened. Travis um, Kelsey, maybe, but I feel like he tries too hard. Travis Kelsey's a good one. I think Gronk was that. Like Gronk was someone that big who was that fast, and he had the power. Like Travis Kelsey still is not like Gronk level, to me, is not like Gronk at his peak. He's not there, but Travis Kelsey's a good one. It's a great one, and it's tough that you're, 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 you're pointing to the current because – I would go Cam Newton. I don't think we've seen a quarterback right. in the league well, like Cam Well, there's a Cam reason Newton. I'm asking now, though, because I want us to think. Yeah, it, it's, it's not an easy one. It's not it's an easy not. one. Aaron Rodgers is, of course, our default. Like, we don't have to go right. there. But he's it's negative. slowly but surely uh, become what unique and fascinating. What and, plant is he stuffing in his mouth this week? Right. But I do think that it's, it's I mean, it's got to be Mahomes, though, with the sidearm passes and the no-look passes. And But I feel like we've grown accustomed to that. That's the problem, is that... He does so many incredible, dazzling things. Nothing overly shocks us anymore. Who did it before him? I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go Miles Garrett, right? He's into dinosaurs. He, he, lifts, well, he lifts Mac trucks. He what's wrong presses. with being in a dinosaur? No, I, I thought say, he said dinosaurs don't exist or it's, didn't exist. I thought he was a, uh, a diehard dinosaur fan. I'm no, not, I You got some beef with dinosaurs? No, I, I, I just think It's unique. Was... <laughs> if, you, if you're in a dinosaurs, you're a unique human being. But, I love dinosaurs. And this makes all the sense in the world. Well, I think I thought his <laughs> thing was that dinosaurs didn't exist. 
I you wasn't, know about the brontosaurus. I, I I know a lot. Land Before Time is oh, no. a great You're movie. You're right. He does oh. love dinosaurs. He, he loves dinosaurs. He Land Before yeah. Time. I'm proud of you, Stone. I'm, that's really weird that Stone would be anti-dinosaur. I didn't see that coming. You strike me as someone that would be very pro-dinosaur. I know. Dinosaurs know rule ass, and I don't understand what your aversion to them are. Just any person that I've met that says dinosaurs rule ass, you know, I just, you know, haven't really taken to them. All right. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. What are you talking about? Oh, hey, Ken, what do you think about dinosaurs? <laughs> they rule ass? Uh-huh. Oh, Stone doesn't take too. to me. Oh, yeah. Um, do dinosaurs... Stone hates us. Wait, right, we need to <laughs> get to the bottom of this. Do dinosaurs rule ass? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, Jeanette and I say unequivocally, yes, dinosaurs rule Favorite ass. Favorite dinosaur, go. Uh, I think brontosaurus is rule. No, I, I'm, a, I'm a brontosaurus. <laughs> so yeah. you guys... Don't know any no, other dinosaurs. No, 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 because no, T-Rexes are played T-Rex. out. I know the pterodactyl. Yeah, uh, here's I know the stegosaurus. <laughs> the pterodactyl. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to Pterodactyl. Be- uh, the T-Rexes and Velociraptors are played out, and you, that's Jurassic Park for you. They they played it out. like Velociraptors the- were kind of cool, and then all of a sudden, like they became the base dinosaur in Jurassic Park. And right was like, oh, that boring. kitchen scene terrified yeah. me. But then, Ooh. like, there was just too much Velociraptor. Nobody knew what a Velociraptor was until Jurassic Park, and then Jurassic Park made them just sort of like, Mushed oh, them. well, look at that big old nail. Shout out Jeff Goldblum. Uh, and then T-Rex is like, we get it. Like, they were ferocious. Yeah. But Brontosaurus is big and long and and eating plants uh, 80, 90 feet in the air. Yeah. Like, if that's the one that if you saw it walking down your street, you'd be like, oh, my God. I'd want to ride it. <laughs> ride a Brontosaurus, yeah. yeah that's a good one. This An is, Iguanodon, those this, are pretty good. This is totally helping my case. I'm not going to lie. This is just cementing the case. Of what? <laughs> just that were cooler the, just, than you? Just dino a fans in general. Percent. What about a stegosaurus? I was going to bring up a stegosaurus. Okay, what you know about that stegosaurus, Stone? <laughs> very spiny. Horny. Yeah, yeah, very horny and very <laughs> spiny and all the above. Of course Stone would know what that we, is we then. can't get to a break faster. Triceratops? <laughs> Triceratops, pretty good one. Also horny. Yeah, they're Which called- Which is a Sarah was the name, I think, of the mm-hmm. Triceratops from Land Before Time, right? Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. I, I think, think you're right. right. I think you're right. So. Do dinosaurs rule ass? Stone says no. Jeanette and I say yes. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Pivotal question. Do dinosaurs oh rule my. ass? What? The Carnotaurus? Oh, the one from The one from Animal Kingdom? Oh, yeah. When you're in the dino ride oh, and you got to run away from it? Yeah, great call. That guy terrified that me. That is a great call. I love that ride. Yep. Uh, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. I still, like Stone, who... he I, I think he prides himself on being a man's man, right? All things man. Him not being gung-ho about dinosaurs is one of the more shocking things that I have ever discovered about him on this radio show. Ever. Listen, I'm a fan of chicks in bikinis. (laughs) I'm a fan of ice-cold beer. I'm a fan of all of the things my fellow men are. Now, when it comes to dinosaurs... Pokemon. Yeah, you're a Pokemon fan, dork. There's you, no proof of that. Dinosaurs are so much oh, cooler than Pokemon. Oh, backing out of the Pokemon? Stuff. There's no, no, I'm, I'm no, a diehard Pokemon Jeanette, guy. Jeanette, let me ask you, just in a hypothetical, okay? Caught them all. You're going to 
you're you're going to dinner with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And just in this hypothetical, you've got like a, a basket of bread. Where's the dinner? Uh, fancy French restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got a you, you guys are are sharing a a, a, a bottle of Merlot. Okay, okay you got a, a sounds about right. Bread, bread Merlot. Basket of Merlot. You're right. Okay. You're gonna eat some escargot. Mm. You know. Okay. And and this guy goes, hey, mm. so how do you feel about dinosaurs? How are you reacting to that? I dress like John Hammond at a party once. Let's go. <laughs> if he brings up, hey, Pokemon, am I right? Well, how are you responding to that? Wow. Yo, I got some trading cards back home. Oh, crap. Well, that didn't. That hypothetical didn't work because she'd be excited by both. Jeanette's not the one to demonstrate. That. Well, she's the only female in here. I could have I mean, pretended I ha- to be one. <laughs> um, yeah, you know I love all that stuff, Ken. I just feel like you have a better chance if you get into a conversation on a date over dinner over snails and bread uh, about <laughs> dinosaurs, it's more palatable than Pokemon. Hey, did you see what Charizard did? Like, I, think, I don't know what that means. I, I think now you're in the minority. Yeah, I, I think I might beg to differ there. I think I could woo a female with Pokemon more so than I can with dinosaurs. Well, what about Jess? Is she more dinosaur or more Pokemon? She thinks they're both lame as can be. <laughs> I definitely... Oh. I'm thrown off because I always thought dinosaurs were cool. And it was just <laughs> universal that dinosaurs are cool. They are. <laughs> Stone is off. an anomaly. He is, he is his own thing. He eats one o'clock... In the morning, foods that I don't know. I don't understand how he survives some days. But, you know, he's going to do his own thing. And Yeah, like I said, I have other interests. It's like I said, the chicks and bikinis, the beer, construction workers, like cigarettes, like all the things. Like, those are what I take to more so than dinosaurs, science, Star Wars workers? and stuff. Not yeah. construction equipment, but construction workers. I, I meant construction, <laughs> but you guys got the gist. Screw the cement. Yeah. Yo, Screw dude. the big trucks and the machinery. I Give like me the your, construction workers. I like your bright yellow yeah. vest. Uh-huh. How do I get one of those? Get my guy. Bro, just, you fit well in those jeans. Yeah, I think the yeah, hard hat. That's, that's the vibe overall. The so vibe? S- Stone, Stone dislikes dinosaurs. Likes construction workers. That's what we found. I would love to go to a local Comic Con with Stone. Oh, Stone, do you want to go to Comic Con with me? I would wear a mask. I, I would I would join just so but, because I would want to judge everybody yeah, and like but, bully like punch but people. But you're not why go to Comic Con with Stone? We could just walk across the street to where they're putting up that condo and hang out with the construction workers. Oh, that's right. That'll this make Stone guy, happy. You're not this built. little creepo weird man. Oh, man, I really like the hey, way I you like move you. that line. Hey, I like you. No, guys, you just post up <laughs> wow. and you open up the lunch pal and you, you pass you around a machine? few squares and darts to the boys and you get busy. Maybe you guys aren't built for that life. I love the way you smooth that cement. Right, wow. Right. I'm helping him do it. I'm not watching him do it like a weirdo. And that's one hell of a crane. I'm giving him a cig. <laughs> like, here, take a break, bud. A and cigarette? Yeah, we're just hanging out. Like, like bros what are you even do. talking about? You don't even smoke. What are you even talking about? You're just making things up I, right now. I have never bought a pack of cigarettes in my life, but I would if I would give it to Stone <laughs> and I fill him going right across the street where they're building the new tower. Hey, dude, you want to smoke? Looking good. I will literally, I will Stone, I will give you 20 bucks and a pack of cigarettes if you hand them all out. Want to reach in my lunch pail? It's easy. I'll do it for free. <laughs> Let me see your lunch box, bro. <laughs> Can I see your lunch pail? Yeah, what'd your wife pack you? That's how you start conversation. What's for, what's for lunch? Right. <laughs> what kind of sandwich? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. What yeah, is you, happening so today? Normal. We are finding out things about Stone that I had no clue about. I feel like I know him a little bit better now. 
Uh, when I, we come I, back. I don't know if it's for the good or bad. I don't know how I feel. Probably I bad. I feel awkward. Yeah. No, I do too. I'm uncomfortable. When we come back, can you find true love while being mugged? We'll find out when we return. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.